Hello and welcome back to the Unreported World podcast. I'm Krishnan Guru Murthy. This week, reporter Shay Rhodes and producer Sume Oram visit Brazil to report on the huge growth in cosmetic plastic surgery there. They reveal that even poor women living in favelas can achieve the Brazilian body beautiful through subsidised or even free cosmetic surgery provided by plastic surgeons who feel all Brazilians have a right to be beautiful, even on the country's public health service. In Brazil, plastic surgery for cosmetic reasons is not frowned upon, like it can be in the UK, and having a surgically enhanced body is sometimes seen as a status symbol. I'm in the Hocinha favela. This used to be one of the poorest parts of Rio. But things are changing in Brazil, and they're changing here too. Hocinha's had a facelift. People here have a higher disposable income than they've ever had before. But what you might be quite surprised by is what they're choosing to spend their money on. Brazilian women are spending more than ever on beauty. At the Gibel Salon, a group of women tell me this doesn't just mean pedicures, but plastic surgery. Giselle is the owner here. I got addicted. The first time I did both, lip and boobs, an implant of 250cc. That same year, I increased it to 330cc. I had a liposuction. I'm going to get silicon implants. How many people do you know who've had plastic surgery? My friend, my neighbour, my cousin, another cousin and my aunt. They've made payment easier. That's why these days everyone is able to have plastic surgery. Really? What's it like in England? When people get it done, they keep it quiet. Not here. If someone is having surgery, they post it on Facebook. So is it, is it a bit of a status symbol then? Yes, very much so. We have an obligation to be beautiful. I'm already pretty. I just want to be prettier. Brazil's economy's been growing fast. Brazilians now have more cosmetic surgery than anywhere except the US. That's mostly due to a new class of women on the operating table. Raquel's one of them. She's 36 and a single mum with two kids. She's got a wobbly stomach she blames on a caesarean, something sit-ups can't completely fix. She decided to treat herself to a tummy tuck. I'm Shay. Have people told you you need it? Yes, they do, they do. Lots of people do. Really? What do they say? They ask, are you pregnant? How many months? When's it due? Is that what it's like here in Brazil? People just, just tell you to your face what they think's wrong with your body. People are very upfront. They just tell you to your face. <laughs> Raquel shopped around to get the best deal on her operation. She's also been trying to earn as much as possible. So is this your only job? No, I also sew, make clothes and sell watches. I make around £700 a month. So how much is this costing you? Only £1,200. If I were to pay somewhere else, it would cost about 5000 
So a lot of people would be quite surprised to hear that you're putting this much into your appearance. Why have you prioritized this? I look in the mirror and I don't feel good. I need to get rid of this belly. There is no other priority. I take care of my kids, my house. Now it's time to take care of me. I've chosen this year to make my dream come true. Raquel takes me shopping. She's already choosing outfits to suit her new body. Knickers, loads of them. At the moment, I'm wearing knickers like these. Afterwards, I'll be wearing knickers like these. So that's what you're buying now? Yeah, I only wear those. No one deserves to wear knickers like those. I can see why, yeah. Right. It's disgusting, isn't it? I can't wait to wear something tighter like this. Is this what Brazilian men expect girls to look like? I don't really think about what men want. Well, men, they look at women, whatever they're wearing. What about other women? Do you think other women judge you by how you look? I think so. Women don't say it, but they think it with their eyes. So this is about this little world that women have created for themselves, right? Where you're all judging each other. Yes, that's it. That's the world. Women are like that. I went to meet Raquel's boss, her mother, Rosemary, and found out that even she's keen for her daughter to have the operation. So do you think she needs it? Yes, because she is still very young, right? She even gets embarrassed at work and when she looks for new jobs. What kind of jobs do you think she, she could get if she had a flat stomach? My daughter is smart. She could get a better job. If there is a woman interviewing, she'll say, you have an excellent CV, but there's an issue with your appearance. You run a business. Have you ever made the same discrimination yourself? Yes. Because a woman has to look good to serve clients. That's a lot of pressure on women. For sure, it's a lot of pressure. There is definitely discrimination here over appearance. It's the day of Raquel's operation at Santa Casa Hospital, one of the most famous hospitals in Rio. While she's prepped for surgery, I visit the waiting room. This plastic surgery department is a separate unit within a public hospital. It charges for cosmetic surgery, but its prices are 70% less than many private clinics. There's about 30 women in here, and even though most of them came alone, they're all clumped together in groups now, having the most intimate conversations I've ever heard about women's breasts and bums, and it's a very supportive atmosphere. Before, it was impossible. Now we can all do it, rich and poor. People buy a TV or fridge in 12 instalments, so why not pay for a dream in instalments? Brazilian banks are offering easy credits to anyone with a job. Many women put surgery on their credit cards. The average Brazilian now spends almost a quarter of their income on loan and credit card repayments. 
The surgeries you've applied for are classified as aesthetic. The lady in here is Marie Angela. She's the social assistant here at the hospital, and she's just giving these women a rundown of what to expect when they go into surgery and roughly how much it costs. Mama, vou reduzir a mama. Quatro mil setecentos e cinquenta reais. Breasts. A reduction costs £1,600. You can pay by credit card. £1,900 for the abdomen. percent of the people here are lower middle class. There are many teachers, maids and shop assistants. These are people that earn about £400 a month. A lot of people would imagine that someone who is a pensioner or a maid would have more pressing things to spend their money on. Yes, but it's a question of Brazilian culture, right? People think, so many people have had breast surgery. Why do I have to keep these breasts if I've got spare cash? Why is it just the rich who have access to plastic surgery and not me? Raquel's on the operating table. Her surgery could take five hours. The tummy tuck, or abdominoplasty, is one of the most popular procedures and also one of the most dangerous. This is quite a big operation. It's not as, as cute as a tummy tuck makes it sound. Raquel has been opened from down to the bottom of her tummy right the way up to her chest. And they're stitching back the stomach muscles which were separated when she had a baby. But despite how gruesome it looks, apparently this is the price of beauty. I thought Not only will Raquel have a completely flat stomach, she'll also have lost about six centimetres at her waist, and she'll also have lost a kilo in weight. Halfway through the operation, the man who founded this clinic arrives. Ivo Pitengi is a household name in Brazil. He's famous for his philosophy that cosmetic surgery is as much about psychological well-being as appearance. You can look at her many times things that you see here, but they are not aesthetic, they are functional. If you have no breasts, you are suffering too because you don't have that minimum characteristic of a woman that's a breast, like a man to a penis. Very, very important. We actually don't measure them by what they have, but by what they're suffering. As Raquel recovers, I talk to Ivo Pitangui. His patients are said to have included Hollywood stars, though he's too discreet to name them. But he thinks everyone, rich and poor, has what he calls the right to beauty. Every human being, since he was born, looks at himself and looks Every human being, since he was born, looks at himself and looks at his peers. For you want always to be similar to your peers. So in a way, you are a psychologist with a knife in your hand. Santa Casa Hospital. Is that uh, the practical way in which you're giving Brazilians the right to, to be beautiful? So I feel that was very important to give to people awareness I feel it's very important to give to people awareness that they have a right to be normal, to be like the others, independent of social class. Ivo Pitangui says plastic surgery can help people feel more normal. But in a country as racially diverse as Brazil, it's hard to know what normal looks like. 
Waiting for a pre-op assessment is Diana. She's here with her mother, Marcia. What operation are you having? Rhinoplasty. Rhinoplasty. Why? My nose is too big and I want to reduce it and make it thinner. Do people comment on it? People do comment. They used to make jokes that I didn't like. In England, when people have this kind of surgery, particularly making a black nose smaller, people say that you're ashamed of your race. No, I'm not ashamed of my race. I think the black race is beautiful. It can be reduced a little over here. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not Michael Jackson, please. <laughs> this is patient Diana, 23 years old. Just turned towards me. Diana is assessed by a professor in front of his pupils. These qualified general surgeons are paying to learn cosmetic surgery here, and that's why it's so affordable. They get to practice on women like Diana, and in exchange, she gets a cheaper operation. She's assigned to Dr. Raphael. I'm here because I don't like this opening here, and this because when I wear glasses, they fall off. And you said you want a bit more definition on the tip. That's right, and to remove this hole. Do you feel that Brazilian people are trying to kind of come towards a Brazilian nose? Everyone's trying to conform to one stereotype? In Brazil, we have a very wide racial mix, descendants of Africans, Indians and Asians. And so there isn't a typical Brazilian nose, but there is a common sense of beauty. The surgeons tell me the Brazilian idea of beauty is a combination of features from different races. People usually ask them for a straighter, more European nose. And there's also an operation called a butt lift for a curvier, more African body. Diana and her mum invite me to their house. She's a social worker, a graduate, with more money to spend than her parents ever had at her age. So, Antonio, tell me about the, uh, the family nose. I see the resemblance already. This nose comes from my mother's side. My mum's family are of black descent. So you sound very proud of your nose. I am definitely happy with it. But when I was younger, I was teased. They nicknamed me Oxygen Thief, as if I was breathing too much because my nose was so wide. There is a lot of discrimination in our country. Do you think that when some people in Brazil change their nose... It's because of the, the kind of prejudice that you were talking about? What I'm saying is that we don't treat this as a racial issue. It's more female vanity. Women just want to look prettier. So here in Brazil, black features are as highly valued as white ones? <laughs> Unfortunately not. I'm going to be honest and say no. A black person is still not highly valued in our country. They continue to suffer discrimination and lack of opportunities. If you grew up in Africa, do you think you'd be as concerned about the shape of your nose? 
Maybe, if you grew up in a group where everyone had the same features, maybe you wouldn't feel so different. I'm going to take loads of photos of you with your nose now. You have loads already. But you photoshopped them all. I want real ones. It's true. Diana hates her nose so much she's even photoshopped every picture of herself in the house. I'm going to show you my graduation photo. See if you can spot the difference. Wow. <laughs> so is that, is that what you think your nose is going to be like? Yeah, without this here. A photoshopped nose. Four days later, and Diana's about to have her nose job. Diana's surgery has just started. She's been anaesthetised, and the operation's supposed to last about three hours. I'm really impressed by how much attention Diana's getting, even though her surgery cost half as much in this hospital. quite hard to see, but the doctors now are just cutting out a chunk of Diana's nostril. They've lengthened the nose. I'm going to pull it in. As more and more Brazilian women search for their idea of the perfect look, there's more pressure on Brazil's public health service to provide cosmetic surgery for everyone. On the outskirts of Rio, I meet 26-year-old Karen. She's booked in for a tummy tuck at the public hospital where she works. She hopes to rediscover the beach body she lost seven years ago after giving birth to her only son, Victor. This is after I had Victor and weighed 90 kilos. I ended up with a lot of excess skin. I can't wear a bikini on the beach because my tummy looks ugly. So do you mind showing me what you want, how it's going to change? What I really don't like is this bit here. It's all flabby and ugly. And when I use a bikini and bend down, it looks terrible. So it sounds like this surgery is purely cosmetic. It's aesthetic. It's for my self-esteem, to improve my ego, for me to feel better. So will you be able to have children after this? No, I can't have children after the surgery because of tissue damage. But I don't want one. I don't have money to have another child. How much is this going to cost you? Cost me? Nothing. It's going through the Brazilian health system. At Carlos Chagas Public Hospital, Karen's operation is about to start. I talked to her surgeon, Dr. Maria Rita dos Santos, who's head of plastic surgery at the hospital. Reconstructive plastic surgery is the priority here. 
So the operation you're doing today on Karen, was that count as a cosmetic or reconstructive? Reparadora. It's reconstructive. Even though she's a beautiful patient, it is still reconstructive because she has flaccid skin and fat. For many people, this might sound silly, but I'm sure that psychologically it's affecting her really badly. She's too young to have a slightly deformed abdomen. As far as Dr. Maria Rita is concerned, Karen is a legitimate case, and so her surgery will be paid for by the Brazilian National Health Service. Are you sure there's not something somewhere in Brazil that you could be doing that would be more productive use of your time rather than just making someone more beautiful? We have our set working hours, so if we have no patients, we do our best to find someone who needs an operation. But we always give priority to the one who needs it the most. We are doing this because there was no one else scheduled. Other countries, including Britain, offer free cosmetic surgery for people if there could be major psychological benefits. The question is, where do you draw the line? To me, it's astounding that Karen's getting this for free. A week later, Karen's back for a checkup. Lift your legs. My belly button looks amazing. It looks good. Everything looks flat. I can touch here because it doesn't hurt. So now you've got a year before you can completely recover and actually go to the beach and look completely flat. It's a really big sacrifice, isn't it? It's much better than having a wobbly belly full of stretch marks. I think the sacrifice is completely worth it, definitely. It can take months to fully recover from a tummy tuck. So I'm pleased to see Raquel's up and about. Look at you. I'm great. Amazing. I bought these six months ago. The price tag is still on. You see, I couldn't wear anything with a high waist. It's the sort of thing your daughter would wear, though. No, it's for me. It's short. No, they're for me. They're shorts to go to the market in. Okay. I put a sack of clothes I also threw out a big bag of knickers. No more big knickers. From now on, I'm only going to buy tiny ones. It's good to see you're active. I, did, I thought you'd be, like, lying down in pain. People like me have to get up and work hard. I can't sit around waiting. So do you think this is going to improve your chances of getting a, a better job? Definitely, for sure, because there's no doubt that I will be much more presentable. So this is the new Raquel? Yes, I'll give it everything. Ciao, Raquel. Come back for carnival. I will. Diana's taken two weeks off work to recover from her operation. Oi! Tudo bem? Tudo bom. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Have Yeah, it's completely different. Quick, huh? All good. It's different, right? Are you happy? Very, very happy. Thank God everything worked out. Here is the before and after. This one here, never again. It's over. So now you've spent some time in the ward and met other women who've had surgery. Why do you think Brazil is number two in the world? I think it's because everyone is in search of beauty. The number of women I saw there on the day I went for my surgery. As I was leaving, more people were arriving. Everyone is in search of a beauty that doesn't really exist. The pursuit of beauty has always been a huge part of Brazilian culture, but as more and more people have plastic surgery, Brazil risks losing what's unique about people's looks here, replacing them instead with a standard, globalised form of beauty that just doesn't reflect what's so special about Brazilian people. Well, thanks for joining us for Unreported World this spring 2013. Do continue the conversation on Facebook and Twitter. We'll be back in October with more insights into extraordinary people in extraordinary places. Until then, from me, Krishnan Gurumurthy, goodbye. Goodbye.